gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. I'm gonna show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. This is the Aaron Meta Show. It is the 21st of January 2018. Thank you very much for checking us all out. It's uh, at Aaron Meta Show at Twitter, facebook.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show, aaronmeta.tumblr.com, and also youtube.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. You can also find us on uh, Player FM, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, all that good stuff. And uh, so joining us on the show is Josh. Hey, everyone. Joining us on the show is Patricia. Hey everyone! And also our guest today, she goes by the name of uh, Hey A Fan Forever, but uh, we know her as uh, uh, Moira Manard. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on the show, Moira. My pleasure, Aaron. Hello, everyone. Yeah, uh, first time on camera, I believe, as well. Is uh, so it's the first time you've uh, actually be able to be uh, able to see you, I believe, and actually talk to you. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be pretty fun, which uh, isn't uh, revolving a very long essay. So it's. Uh... <laughs> So it's going to be pretty entertaining to uh, finally talk to you in this way. So, uh, I mean, uh, you're a massive Hey Arnold fan, as all we as we all are, and so I guess uh, we should probably start from the beginning. I guess what got you into uh, Hey Arnold? Um, I had a feeling you were going to ask me that. Um, well, I did begin watching the show some when I was twelve, but when I was in my early twenties, about to graduate college, that's when I. Um, watched more of the show again and uh like watching the all the older episodes especially from the fifth season which i had never seen before and that's when i learned about um the journal and that it was supposed to lead into the cancellation cancellation of the jungle movie and it was even really around the same time that i was making accounts like on uh, fan fiction and deviant art where i met a lot of other Harold fans who were doing the same thing in fact rediscovering it and uh you know writing stories doing fan art um and so uh of course i had my facebook account for several years then and that's when i um found out about uh that people were uh fans were trying to um get together to see what if they could do anything to actually bring the jungle movie to fruition so I did join the group at the time, which was called Hey Arnold, Save the Jungle Movie. And in all the years that had passed, I, when I came across any petitions or was encouraged to write letters to Nickelodeon to have it made, I, I did that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, the, um, I want to get your reaction, actually, to uh, everything that's kind of transpired over the last couple of years. Uh, when you were first heard about when the Jungle Movie was released, uh, what was your reaction to it? Um, well, let's see when I first heard it, that it was actually going to be made, I was excited, but I think I did have a few doubts as well. Just the same kind of doubts that I had about why I thought it didn't have a chance of being made. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, the, uh, through the production process, when you were um, watching like all the uh, development go on, like, uh, you know the uh, the voice acting and uh, the um, how, how how you know the uh, trailers as well that came out. Uh, what was what was your thoughts uh, behind all of that? What were your uh, reactions to that? Um, I guess it was though at as the time for the release of the movie drew near that I was actually becoming more excited and I wanted to put any doubts I had aside for the time being. Uh, I mean, if you want to know. Uh, 
it was after a few years after my rediscovery that um, I still love the show, but I kind of had to move away and get on with my life because of other things transpiring. And I just, I felt like maybe I was making Hey Arnold the center of my life, maybe a little too much. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I think it was, uh, it was really because of the fact that so much time had passed since the journal aired and the series had ended that I had a lot of doubts that the film would have ever been made. Um, I mean, it was, I mean, partly because, you know, it was Nickelodeon's property. They had final say, and it seemed like they had already made their decision not to make it. And so I just didn't think whatever we fans did to make them listen would actually work. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you seen the new style that they went with. And so uh, what's your reaction to the, uh, uh, the the artwork that was used for uh, basically creating the jungle movie compared to uh, the series that you grew up with. You mean like seeing the sketches and the concept art of it? No, oh, all of it in 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 uh, you know from from beginning to end. Well, um, I think that obviously, even though there was so much of a time gap in between the series and the film, they seem to stay pretty true to the. Uh, the appearances of the characters in the series itself. So I think I was questioning whether or not it would look identical to the original series at first, but no, I like the changes that they made. I think it's a way to show like that they have actually grown older and maybe should look a little different. I mean, I think it's kind of a joke even on cartoons that they'll never age more than one year. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but I just think like, uh, the looks and the differences in like what Arnold, Gerald, Helga and Phoebe, where it didn't stray very far off. I thought, I, I thought it looked, uh, it was acceptable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, what's the, um, I mean, obviously the, um, the way it sounded was also different. I mean, he had a new Arnold. Uh, what's your opinion of the new, of, uh, Mason Vale Cotton and, uh, his uh, performance as Arnold? Um, I didn't have any negative reaction towards him. I, I kind of, I liked it. I think out of the, all the Arnold voices on the series, uh, Spencer Klein was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, and how does he compare to our new Arnold now? Um, I don't think it, you, I think, I don't, I mean, obviously there's going to be a difference in the sound of each of the voice actors from that time period, but, I, I liked it. I mean, I didn't really have, I think it was, I was kind of neutral about it. I didn't really have any major positive or negative thoughts about it. Hmm. Uh, Francesca Marie Smith and uh, Olivia Hack and Annie McAfee, they all came back for Arnold, uh, Rhonda and, uh, and Phoebe uh, respectively. And so uh, what was your uh, opinion on the performances? And, oh, uh, did def- the, uh, I was definitely excited to have them back. And even Justin Shankaro as Harold. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I knew that, but that most of the kids had to be replaced. I, uh, anyway, especially the boys. But no, I, it was good to hear uh, Francesca Marie Smith, Andy McAfee, and Olivia Hack reprising their roles. Mm. I mean, I didn't think they sounded that different. Yeah. In fact, when I listened to uh, Rhonda, I think I don't think it's changed so much. Yeah, um, um, little peanut. We've actually not spoken about him. Uh, he replaced uh, Jamil Walker-Smith as Gerald. Uh, suitable replacement, do you think? Uh, not horrible. I mean, I could tell of the, the difference, but uh, 
I mean, I do kind of miss hearing Jamil Walker Smith's voice, but uh, I think uh, it was a still a good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just looking at the chat, actually, uh, Crystal's uh, comes to say hi to you, so uh, she's uh, she's there at the moment. So yeah, that... cool. Uh, so uh, I mean, let's talk about how the uh, jungle movie transpired. Um, how did you feel after watching it? Uh, what was your uh, what do you take away from it that was positive, and what do you take away from it that was negative? Uh, you know, I actually wrote a small post about that on Tumblr. I mean, I see you looking through my blog right now. Um, overall, I was I I enjoyed it. I mean, there maybe were a minor, few minor setbacks, but I think. The, for the majority part of it, it didn't disappoint. In fact, I what I like to do or not do even before I see a new movie is read so much about it because I don't want to come across serious spoilers. So I kind of wanted to step back and uh, just uh, not think uh, predict so much of what would have happened in the film because I just I wanted to be completely surprised and. No, overall, I'd say it was satisfactory. I mean, I know what kind of changes had minor, major or minor changes had been made since Craig Bartlett revealed uh, plot lines years back, but I thought some of the, most of these changes were suitable, like having the the contest being uh, a humanitarian project, the video contest rather than an essay one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig Bartlett's uh, vision on what the jungle movie was and the 14 year gap that he had. Do you think it was worth the 14 years? Um, uh, perhaps, I mean, I think maybe it, what, maybe we could sit, could consider this kind of a blessing. Maybe if Craig Bartlett has changed his mind so much about what the jungle movie would feature than what it was originally intended. Well, I just, I think it gave a more satisfactory, uh, feeling than maybe what it originally could have been. Mm. And so uh, I think, um, so your overall thoughts on the Jungle movie, you um, you, do, you do you you do like it, and uh, yes. the, yeah, oh, very good. Very much. Uh, moving on to season six, uh, constant you know, um, constant chance chance from uh, uh, Hey Arnold voice actors, uh, and uh, con- you know also there's a petition currently going on with uh, about. Uh, uh, over 11,000 signatures on it. Um, you think it's a possibility? And uh, if so, is it something you're looking forward to? Um, well, considering the fact that all the effort we put into to try to save the Jungle movie actually paid off, I think season six is a very good possibility. I've already signed the petition, so I'm just doing my part to help. Mm-hmm. What do you have to see in season six that you haven't already seen already? Uh... Well, I guess what everybody would say is that they want to, if there was a sixth season, they'd want to see Arnold and Helga actually together as a couple, and especially him uh, spending time with Miles and Stella. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, I don't really have good ideas on what episodes could be, but I just in uh, a flitty idea of what I know I would like to see for sure. Mm Hmm. You look at uh, Hey Arnold now as a not a necessary. Well, I mean, obviously, season six uh, happens. I mean, you see now Hey Arnold, the kind of complete story. 
uh, from uh, when Arnold was, um, you know, uh, you know, an average, you know, a, a kid that was uh, neutral in a, a really crazy world, to himself kind of becoming uh, uh, a, you know, a, a, you know, obviously the the chosen one, the uh, the uh, vo- the kid from the vol- the child from the volcano. Um, you look child at the you, yeah. volcano as they say. <laughs> yeah, you look at the, you look at the whole pa- package now, and uh, do you think hey Arnold is complete the way it is or do you think there is still uh things out there that you would like to uh know about more about either hillwood or know more about um the uh the the world that craig bartler created um i think there is more that i would like to know but this film still gave us uh even me personally a sense of closure with revealing everything all the major little unsolved unresolved plot points that we wanted that we wanted to know for so many years mm-hmm. um let's um I mean, other things you got in your blog uh, by the way it's a hey fan forever com if you want to go find it yourself and uh, uh you obviously uh, frozen is your biggest thing at the moment and uh i mean yeah, well, uh, I- I mean, me and patricia uh we've uh, we have our uh we, we have our differences about uh about uh, Frozen, I mean, uh, what's um, what was your uh, what was your opinion on Frozen? Uh, you know, if you, uh, I mean, obviously you're a big fan of it, so but uh, how how would you rate how Disney has treated the franchise uh, recently? Um, you mean with the Frozen uh, other films that came after the main one? Well, I mean, just as just as a whole, I mean, obviously you had uh, Frozen, obviously was the the big thing, and uh, it kicked off the. Uh, the frozen phenomenon, and then you had um, um, you know frozen Those fever, which films, was the yeah, like which was frozen fever and yeah. a lost frozen adventure. Uh huh. So, well, how do you feel that Disney treated the frozen franchise? You know, after Frozen. Um, I think they're doing it well. Uh, I just, well, I figured as pretty much no one did that when after Frozen became such the, a huge hit. Uh. uh Disney realized that they couldn't just let it go. No pun intended, of course, with just that film uh, that they had to, you know, keep making uh, merchandise or uh, memorabilia based off of it. It wasn't enough just to stop with one film. Mm -hmm. I mean, even the following year, uh, there were new uh, books and other sorts of merchandise that I had never seen before the release of the film. You see, when Disney and Pixar in recent years have made um, new films, they always have these kinds of merchandise uh, sold with it that comes out like weeks be- before the film itself. Uh, you know, like a junior novelization, coloring books, the the essential guide, stuff mostly for kids. But in the wake of the huge phenomenon that Frozen became, they then subsequently created or books that even other kinds of merchandise that I never expected to see. And I've been in complete awe. Yeah. I don't know. Because for me, you know, Frozen, I felt like has been, I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, I think it could have been better. I mean, uh, the Frozen film to start off with, I think, uh, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll uh, totally admit that, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a big thing and, uh, you know, a lot of people enjoyed it and uh, it did, it did create this, uh, kind of this this world of uh you know it, it had the ability to basically be kind of like a maybe even a children's version of game of thrones 
And uh, the thing with it, though, is that I felt like the Frozen Fever was cute, but I don't think it necessarily it, it played into like the uh, the grandness. I think that the first film did, and then when All of Frozen Adventure came out, it kind of made the whole world kind of feel a bit small, and kind of felt made, it didn't make it feel as epic. I think as it, as the first film did, and so well, I think Frozen Two needs film, to. You know, that's the original material. It, you, the biggest stuff is going to come from that. Oh, I just wanted to mention. Here's this is something. If, well, I, don't, I guess I can't show it. This is one of the odd items that I've collected. It's actually a pen with a flash drive. Mm. Okay, oh, that's pretty useful. So, because uh, uh, because we've had our uh, we've had, we've had our beef with Frozen, just the way that things have uh, the way things. I mean, have more out. specifically, we just felt that the Frozen short was way too long, and every time that I go over to Disney World or any Disney store, because I live in Florida. Uh, there's uh, there's like an entire section dedicated to just frozen items and, and and not to say that I don't like the movie it's just it's become a little bit um, over it, it's just it's, it's it's overkill basically what I'm trying to say well I mean I, I would go as, I mean I would say it hasn't it hasn't really lived to the hype of the first film so far I think Frozen Two has uh, you know I I'm for being pleasantly surprised if they decide to uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know up the ante with what's going on but uh, i just feel like uh, you know yeah the the merchandise i feel doesn't match the uh the, the the where frozen is right now in regards to where the film is and where the story is and where the characters are i think well uh, it, remember i mean it's just beginning we're getting a sequel and i'm sure we'll be getting some more shorts in the future and frozen is going to be showcasing in a lot of other things like i, I mentioned before kingdom hearts 3 is going to have a world dedicated to frozen so yeah, it's don't trust me. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about Frozen in the coming years. Mm -hmm. well, I I know about. I do think that it was a mistake to put Olaf's Frozen Adventure before Coco in theaters. I mean, the last time Disney actually showed a 20 minute film in theaters was in over 25 years ago, and so seven minute films have kind of become the norm. There, we don't expect 20 minute films anymore. It, it was originally announced to bear on tv and i think they should have just stuck with that maybe it wouldn't have gotten all the backlash it has yeah well i think uh, it, has a, it has an opportunity to pick yourself back up i mean uh, i mean if you look at uh, you know frozen was very warmly accepted you know eventually but then obviously it did lose its sparkle again uh, against that but uh, you know um uh, frozen 2 has a has a, has has at least some kind of ability to uh, bring us back to uh, you know kind of bring that to bring that sparkle back so uh, who knows at this stage? But uh, anyway, you've also talked about Coco as well uh, on your blog, and uh, I thought uh, you know me and uh, Patricia, we both saw it for the first time in uh, in, F in Florida in, in November, and uh, we absolutely adored it. And uh, I don't know how you uh, how did you receive Frozen? What was your? I mean, sorry, uh, uh, Coco. I mean, what's your uh, what's your response to Coco and how it's uh, how it's been received by fans? Oh, it's uh, like many other Pixar films, it's been universally praised. I mean, I, I've only just started posting some stuff on my blog there, but I mean, I just like almost anything I've started where you see my name, it's HA fan forever, which I started because of my being a Hey Arnold fan, but I've, I extend past that. I mean, I know other people will make just other blogs dedicated to their, the other th kinds of fandoms to which they belong. But I, I just like to keep everything on one in one place. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I loved Coco. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think, um, 
think we're ready to uh, kind of get move on to other things. And so, uh, thanks for that, sir. By, by the way, uh, Moira. Uh, so, uh, I mean, Moira, if you want to um, just chime in on anything that we're, so we're going to talk about in the rest of the show, then you know, feel free to do so. If not, just uh, happily listening. And uh, yeah, okay. well, definitely. Yeah. So, um, guys, are you ready to start off with the uh, first thing? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so the Senate is uh, pushing to uh, overrule the FCC uh, on its uh, stupid net neutrality uh, uh, dissolving. Uh, and so now it has, uh, according to Democrats, it now has the 50 votes to uh, to start getting things going. Uh, according to the Washington Post, uh, 50 senators have endorsed a legislative uh, measure to override Federal Communications Commission recent division to deregulate the broadband industry, uh, and uh, that's what they said on Monday. Uh, the tally leaves supporters with just one Republican vote shy of the 51 required to pass the resolution of a disapproval and in a legislative gambit uh, aimed at restoring the agency's net neutrality rules. Those rules which ban internet providers from uh, blocking or slowing down websites were swept away in a December vote led by Republican FCC Chairman Ajit Pie. Uh, Republicans have argued that uh, the rules were too restrictive for industry, while Democrats said that they are vital co- for consumer protection. So uh, basically, they're going to find this one zany Republican. Maybe it might end up being John McCain. I don't know, but uh, they're going to find one one guy to uh, to help them. Basically, you know, uh, stop this madness. Basically, so uh... mm-hmm. yeah. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of um, they had to find one man to help sign off the Declaration of Independence so that they can be able to no longer be ruled by England. <laughs> one guy. Come on, there's got to be at least one Just semi-competent one. moron one. In, the, in, that, in, that, in that house that can basically undo all of this. So uh, hopefully they'll be able to find that person. And, uh, you know, we're still, you know, battleforthenet.com is still going on at the moment. So, you know, it's uh, it's right here. Uh, the Internet is under attack, but we can still win. The FCC killed net neutrality rules, but Congress can stop the FCC with a Congressional Review Act uh, vote. At, uh, what will we have to win? If we don't, the big Internet service providers like Comcast will continue to see what to do online with new fees, throttling and censorship. Uh, we need many more votes uh, in the House. Uh, you can you can start by writing. Congress to write Congress now, so uh, this and uh, you can also see where your representatives stand if you choose a state. So uh, yeah, definitely check that out. It's battleforthenet.com. Sign up now, uh, write to Congress, and uh, also you can text battle to uh, three eight four three eight seven to contact Congress and stop the FCC from basically doing all this crap. So uh, yeah, that's uh, so the battleforthenet.com. And we're still going to cover this as our main story until you know we uh, we get net neutrality back. Uh, in, uh, in on the box, so yes, please, please do so, please do so, please do so, because you know, we're, you know, but you, for, because thanks to that neutrality, you get to see, uh, you know, our show keeps going and everyone else keeps going uh, without any any, any penalisation. So uh, that's uh, that's going to be the best thing if you want to uh, keep things going. So uh, yeah, right. Uh, so look at the schedule. We got a video coming up, so uh, let's, uh, let's take a look at this. It has been revealed that death threats were sent to two senior U.S. Republicans by a viewer of a popular political TV program back in April last year, triggering an FBI investigation. The person in question, who's not been named, sent the messages on Twitter while watching the Rachel Maddow show. The two... Do you remember when Rachel Maddow was not a thing? And, like, even she admitted that at one point, Mm -hmm. saying that so basically it was her, uh, what, her, her mother and her lesbian lover that basically were watching the show? 
on MSNBC, and now it's got like, to the point where people oh, like okay. seem seem so angry with what she says that they're going to send death threats to people. Like you know, it's like it's uh, wow. How times change. Like you know, it's just uh, yeah. It's, it's like they have just, nothing better to do. Yeah. By the way, if uh, if you get angry with anything that you, you you see on our show, please don't send death threats to people. It's like you know, it's like uh, just we do not condone oh. any of that at all. So it's like you know, d- d- please don't do that. So you know, it's like uh, yeah, it's not worth it. Send complaints, but don't it. send complaints, but don't send death threats for God's sakes. Targeted were Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and the Administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency, Scott Pruitt. Pruitt wasn't referred to in the segment, but the viewer reportedly disliked his record of suing the agency during his time as a state attorney general. According to the case report that's been released, the individual in question who has now apologised was drinking while watching the show. My God. Isn't that kind of a common <laughs> thing we get with stupidity? Like, there's always seems to be drink involved. Drinking, uh, like, they always, like, why drink and watch Rachel Maddow? Or actually, if what? I was watching drink Rachel Maddow right now, I'd probably choose between that and getting drunk, and I'd get drunk. Exactly. I'd probably get stupidly drunk if I was watching, like, Freddy Got Fingered or something like that, you know? It's like, you, you, you have to watch that movie drunk. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, there, there's a lot of weird stuff to watch while drunk. Um, the news, I, I mean, unless you kind of want to have see the news in a different perspective, then I guess, or maybe you're like completely bored. But if you're drinking and angry while watching the news, that's a combination that's not good. Yeah, it's no, like, it's uh, uh, I'd love to see Fox News have uh, basically uh, the next slogan be uh, "You report, we report, you get shit faced." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll pull. Well, it's already happened. No, look no. what we're looking at. Oh my god. No, it's it's going to keep happening if that happens. For his take on this story, Lionel, hello to you. Is this a case of someone doing something irresponsible and stupid, or is it indicative of the political environment right now in the US? Or is there anything we can read into this? Yes! All of the above! We're losing our minds! We're losing our minds! What? It's like, uh... I mean, this is the thing I hate about this. Like, you know, they take a story, which obviously is uh, not common, common, you know, within... You know, political spheres, and then they bring on these, 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 these analysts. You know, analysts to come and basically review something that doesn't happen very often, and like uh, you know, yeah, to make basically does. blow blow, blow a mountain out of a molehill. And that's yeah, it's just it's uh, it's so uh, you know, for someone like you know Russia Today, who's coming in as like supposed to be like this alternative news organization to basically play the same game as every other news organization does, except it's basically ran by the Kremlin. I mean, it's like, it's uh, it's not a good way to start, to be honest. Just, yeah, no, it's, just, no, it's not. It doesn't give you any credibility either. It's, it's the same as everything else we bloody watch, you know. We're losing yeah. our minds! Somebody watching the Rachel Maddow show Drunk decides he can't take it, so he tweets a threat? Look... I have never, in 30 years of doing professional commentary in terms of news, I thought, I remember they hated Nixon and Reagan was crazy and you name it. I have never, at any level, in any uh, 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 consideration, seen such 
acrimony and vile insanity than now. Um, I'm sure there's been plenty of insanity <laughs> in the last couple of decades. And I, and I, I, I I'm think just laughing that, every time I, I'm watching. That. I think this, <laughs> this guy, this right guy now. was on top of this. This guy sounds like he has a bit of a screw loose himself from the looks of it. It's like you know, he sounds like Porky Pig. <laughs> Giddy, that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, what, what else does he sound like? He sounds like uh, wasn't there like a guy like who uh, who used to shriek like on Counter Strike? He's like, "Stop killing me! I'm on your team." It's like, uh, it's, oh my um, god! Yeah. The, these are our news analysts <laughs> no, no, now. The guy who sounds like he basically he's uh, yelling at you every time you team kill him is basically a news analyst. You know, it's just it's uh, what? that's that's where we are at the moment. Doesn't sound so professional here. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. It's not Rachel Maddow. It's not <laughs> drinking mm. per se. It's not. It's this climate. It's as though everybody is sitting back, and the part of the brain that controls judgment and restraint has been somehow electronically ablated. Because I'm seeing this everywhere in Facebook and regular conversations. Guys, do you remember the time that we never thought about what we posted and that we just know that never happened? So it's just, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure maybe for some people it has happened in which maybe they unintentionally post something or maybe they post something and people take it in the wrong way, but. Uh, but doing it on purpose. So, you know the you know the uh, you know, people... the you know the you know, these like the like, white people like on the far right and these white supremacists you know posting stupid shit that's racist and then you got these like, social justice warriors who have you know uh, offended about absolutely everything so you know the whole world has to know about it you know those are very extreme groups of people that uh, you know probably you know use social media and basically conflate this whole. You know scenario, but I like to think that the, these the vast majority of people I know are like reasonably headed and actually do think about what they post on social media before they do it. So, that is very true. Yeah, yeah. I think this is. But a, you, you, know, like, you know how it is nowadays because a lot of people they tend to jump into conclusions. Yeah. Oh. I've lost. You know, like during this, like, okay, you're still playing. Oh no! Sorry, um, look at the, look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I tell you what, are you sure this guy isn't the one who's posting shit on social media? And like, you know, it's like maybe he's just compensating on himself. You know, it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, he's talking, uh, I don't know, he's talking like, uh, I don't know, that's, uh, what do you call it? This, uh, you know, this guy from uh, Home Alone. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that guy. It sounds like that, a lot like that guy. You mean, <laughs> you mean Joe Pesci? Really? Yeah. Well, let's listen to him a bit longer. You know, see, see what he what he sounds like. Some of them, I'm glad, but I, it, families are, are 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 not being able to get along. It's everywhere, and what happens is when you see one person coming out, you have to up that and surpass the hatred and vitriol. No one's doing that. I mean, well, some people are doing. I mean, what, like, what are they doing? What are they doing with his face? Just like moving around like this, and then. Yeah, like yeah. making those weird things. Look at this uh, one. Right there. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just it's so animated, isn't it? He he, he you know you said he was Porky Pig before. I think he's actually his own cartoon. I think he he is a cartoon character. 
Maybe this, maybe this, maybe this is how realistic you know Pixar's getting now. Maybe this is just like a you know a, something out of you know they created out of Universal Man or something. You know, it's just, it's, I just I can't help but laugh. I'm just, I, I, I can't I just can't. And what oh, it is man. is we're we're just collectively encouraging this, and this is so common. Can this, this be president... stopped, Lionel? Can this actually be stopped, or is is this trend just going to continue and continue? Uh, I, I, can this be stopped? You know, well, you you've you've got people who are so unhinged, you know, and uh, we'll just post up shit. It's like you know, it's just it's uh, no, it can't be stopped unless you know uh, Facebook, you know, has some kind of like sanity test for like you know creating accounts or something like that, you know, and then it's just even 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 though they'd have to grandfather everyone to, uh, you know, who would still have those accounts, so you know, there'd still be people you know who post crap up on social media. So you know, it's just it's uh, but so uh, you know the the fact that it's. Uh, to say that it's the you know the majority of people doing it, and uh, I I don't think so. Like you know, I, I think it's the thing that uh, a lot of people have their heads screwed on and uh, are quite responsible with what they post. You know, I, I'm, again, I'm a, I know I'm only like I have like about three hundred something friends on Twitter, on Facebook, or something like that. So it's uh, and I you know I follow quite a few people on on Facebook and uh, at least on Twitter, and at least some of that, at least people I follow, at least they have some kind of like you know thought process over what they. Well, they post like you know. I, I don't think like you know people like that, like the Dalai Lama, or you know uh, the I, I don't know maybe the Pope, you know, just to start shit posting, you know, just for the just for the hell of it, you know. Uh, I think there's a lot of people out there have like their heads screwed on about what they what they what they put up online. Yeah. There's a lot of people who enjoy just posting a lot of negative comments to a ton of people. Like, uh, for example, I had to stop. Um, a particular person who, uh, I'm not going to say who, um, but this person for the longest time was defending or talking back at trolls who were just shitposting. And uh, this person happens to be like, um, you know, somewhat famous, um, but there was like a ton of people who were just saying, oh, you know, you're just a washed up has been, you're nothing more than just living off uh, what you used to be and whatever. And he was like talking back. And this is exactly what people want to do. They, they, they're essentially telling him or other people all these negative things just to make themselves feel good. And um, it's just a real shame that nowadays, you know, we have to either ignore them or block them because they'll continue on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just because I've also, uh, you know, you know, I've had a there's this time when, uh, you know, there was a ban on, you know, transgender being fighting at war. And then it was like an outcry over there. And then uh, one person, like I said, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to say his name or her name. Uh, he post he or she posted a photo of a cart animated cartoon Donald Trump putting a a pistol at his temple and then blood spurting out of the back and saying make america great make america great again in oh, the yeah. blood oh, okay and that person that same person also used like use it as a cover photo and i'm like are you kidding me mm-hmm. like, i think we're going around in circles with this so i think uh, i think we'll move on to the next one yeah so let's take a look at this see i am fascinated with it uh- oh this is funny this is Milo Yiannopoulos, and uh, he is a far-right commentator, and uh, he's uh, um, he basically he he's really put his uh, foot in his mouth in this one. He's uh, this is him. This was him live on air uh, doing his radio show, and uh, listen to the story that he's going to tell us all. And uh, let's just see. Uh, just just tell us what you make of it. And uh, so just give us one second. Um, now, feminism, always a favorite subject. 
today in feminist clown world, and I'm going to read a news story that I that have been sent to me. I've looked around. Everyone's covered this. I've looked into the. I've looked into this. I've promised this is real. This is not some conspiratorial thing. I haven't just made it up. This is a. Okay, hold him to that, and just keep listening. Real thing from England and America. This is coming to you. This is your next. Okay, I'm going to read this news report in full, and then I'm going to move straight on. I'm not going to comment on it. I'm just going to read it to you, and I'm going to. I'm going to allow you to mull it over. A landmark legal case at the High Court in London ended today with a panel of senior judges ruling that the NHS acted in a discriminatory manner by not offering a cervical smear test to a 32-year-old man from Essex. There's a smear test, you know, for, for a cervix. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, a women's, it's not a pap, pap smear, something else. But this is a, this is a cervical smear test um, to a man from Essex. Nathan Grange Vulva... <laughs> This is apparently his real name. Um, a fair... Gee, it's almost like it's too good to be true. ...trade coffee shop owner and men's rights activist from Lee on Sea was awarded £150,000, that's $220,000, in compensation and legal costs in a case that has rumbled on for five years after he was denied the procedure at South End Hospital in 2012. It is thought that the ruling will mean every NHS trust in the country will be forced to offer the test to men over the age of 25 across the United Kingdom. Now, that's funny enough, and the fact that it's a men's rights activist suggests to me that this might have been some kind of troll or stunt. They're trying to make a point about the lun lunacy of gender feminism, the lunacy of, mo of modern uh, third-wave nonsense. Oh, believe me, it's even worse than that, Mr. Yiannopoulos. It's even worse than that. And so, uh, I mean, um, let, let me let me safely say this. Um, I mean, Smith, the, the, basically, the, the, this is... Uh, uh, the story that he's reading is basically that um, uh, the English, you know, the National Health Service here in England, uh, the uh, uh, you know the socialized medicine, quote unquote, is uh, basically now has to give smear tests to men. Oh, okay. What yeah. is? I'm 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 a little confused. Test that. Yeah. So, but uh, the, this is—I mean, shall, shall we? Just, shall we just go straight into it and uh, let me show you what everyone is? So, basically, he got this news story from uh, an article from uh, which was published by Southend News Network. And does anyone know what Southend News Network is? No. <laughs> well, this is Southend News Network, and uh, it is a basically a, a a variation of the Onion. Oh! Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let me get this straight. So, The Onion is known for doing fake news, making a whole bunch of parodies and jokes, and this guy claims something that was fake is real. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if he did this deliberately, or if he actually, um, you, you know, if he, if he actually believes this. But, you know, it's just like, you know, uh, how the mighty have fallen. It's like, you know, this guy was the big conservative, uh, you know, going around college campuses, uh, you know, pissing off social justice warriors on the far left. And now here he is on his show, you know, with a really tacky background with a crucifix back there. And I highly doubt 
that he has any Christian values in him, you know, in his little finger, let alone in his whole in his whole body. And you know, with a with a background that looks like shit, and uh, you know, this really crazy hairstyle. You know, oh my god! It's like you know, it's just this. Uh, how the mighty have fallen. And here he is basically believing that uh, something that South End News Network, which basically posts uh, parody and satire articles, he believes this is real. Oh, my. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I was I was going to say, like, where was... Was there really a men's right movement? I think because... Well, yeah, there, there, oh, like there, I was going to say. There are MRAs, and they're basically just as crazy as, like, you know, some like the extreme feminists and, uh, you know, the uh, SJWs, but... Uh, you know, they're, uh, I mean, yeah, I think, uh, oh my God, it's just, it's, it's just, uh, it's just so embarrassing. You know, the, 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 he just, he just felt that. And was that, he, he read this live on air, like, yeah. he, he has, he has no, I mean, he, I know there's no way, he's not short of cash. I mean, he could uh, employ, like, you know, at least a production team to have a look at this. I mean, we don't, I mean, we have an excuse because we don't, we don't make any money off this show. But, uh, you know, Milo, like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, unless he's, uh, you know, really, you know, doing this, you know, cheap as uh, uh, he can't be cheaping out. Look, look at this, look at this background. Look at what, what he's got. He's got his own studio set up. He's got a big, a jewel encrusted microphone. He's got his, uh, he's got his all his, all his shit like, uh, l- you know, lamped up on his, um, on his, on his extender. It's like you know, it's just, you know, it's like uh, you, you can tell where the money went in, in, in his, in his, in, yeah, in his show. <laughs> He didn't he's go not into the, any charity money. He didn't, he's not going into the production, I'll definitely tell you that. So, uh, yeah, pretty embarrassing. And, uh, you know, I've always said for a long time that Milo Yiannopoulos was uh, not to be trusted, you know, in, in, some, in, some, in, some, in some ways. And uh, this is just uh, another example of that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, pretty embarrassing. But, uh, yeah. Yep. Let's go to another video and uh, let's have a look at this one. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, this is a, this is a, uh, this is a sister, uh, looking after a uh, uh, little baby, little baby, little baby sister, and so well, let's, uh, let's, oh, take, that's cute. let's take a look at this. <laughs> Great save! <laughs> wow, that was dangerous. Oh my goodness. So I mean, let's have a look at that again. So it's like you know, she just well, just uh, the split second is able to catch her. Oh my goodness! Like yeah. what was, what was she? Like, it's a little foggy. Like what was she? What was the baby like landing his head on? I think mean, yeah, I, you can't actually tell from the uh, from the video. I don't know if he's gonna like uh, if she's gonna land her head on on the on the wooden floor. Or if she was just gonna basically meet the edge of the carpet. So, but uh, hey, you know, uh, good catch. So, uh, yeah, yeah, very good. And this video was only about uh, 10 seconds long, so, uh, but so, yeah, split second. <laughs> wow, way to go, sister. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I want she should she, she, uh, be a little more careful next time. She should be in the uh, the next women's uh, so- next women's England soccer team, or you know, she should like, I don't know, maybe she play cricket. Or you know, uh, I don't know. Oh, that'd be nice. Or oh, softball, mm-hmm. whatever. I think. Uh, I mean, with skills like that, I don't think you're going to be too short of of uh, of a good of a good paying uh, good paying job. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I'll see if anyone's talking in the. So you what, no one's talking in the chat recently. So I think, uh, mind you, there's only like six people in it. So uh, I think uh, maybe it's going to be a bit of quiet quiet show for us today. So hey, that's not too too bad at all. Anyway, uh, next next video. Let's take a look at this. 
The White House doctor said that President Donald Trump was measured at six foot three, 239 pounds. Now, SI put together a list of athletes with comparable measurements. We'll let you judge for yourselves. Mike Trout. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so well, basically what they were doing... You know, so that Trump, yeah, Donald Trump is supposedly in good health, according to you know the White House physicians and... Uh, I don't know this. Uh, maybe the uh, maybe you know maybe Doctor Nick from The Simpsons probably uh, you know uh, investigated him. I don't, I don't know, but uh, you know they're now comparing him basically to the the same size of of sports athletes and basically showing how you know basically unhealthy he actually is. So, okay. I mean, it's like yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, but, um, we we I mean everybody knows about. You know what his diet consists of: eating McDonald's every day, eating like steaks and burgers, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, everybody knows about that. Well, you can't say Donald Trump doesn't have it I his mean, way. Thing, <laughs> like, I mean, here's a there is a difference between being you know being in good shape and actually being healthy. But like, it's just so you know, I don't know. Like, uh, why? Is that Donald Trump in shorts? Yeah, pretty right. much. Like no. really short Trout shorts. is one of the more athletic uh, okay, that's baseball like... players. Yeah, that's, wow, not flattering at all there mm. for, for the president. <laughs> Who's up next? Jay Cutler. Oh, okay. Oh. He got well, into that's... shape for this um, yeah. this photo shoot here. That's not that's not the whole picture. <laughs> you want you want to see the rest of it? <laughs> no, I've seen it. I'm happy with the lower third <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, totally fine. It's yeah, it works for me. placed there. Well placed, all right. Jay Cutler. <laughs> this one, I mean. Oh my God! Like, this guy's proper. You know, Cam Chancellor. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who he plays for or what he does, but you know, look at him. He looks far better built than Donald Trump at, at his size. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. He's a football player. Mm, yeah. I mean, look at the size of Cam <laughs> Chancellor. Look but... at that arm. <laughs> I, I don't know. This I mean, is not fair to Cam. <laughs> another baseball player. That red tie is is slimming. Would you say or no? Uh, I mean. The, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worn. So, so Donald Trump is 239 pounds, and he's you know, Anthony Rizzo is 240, and he's a, a professional baseball player. So it's just it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we're basically uh, tied yeah. quite that read before it really is oh Bo Scarborough okay I covered him in high school when he was in eighth grade he was about that big uh like running into a brick wall I don't I <laughs> would uh, I reckon if you uh, ran Donald Trump into his wall I reckon he'd probably splat onto it so it's like you know compared to Bo Scarborough oh, <laughs> oh man that is oh yeah yeah I'd have a, a harder time let's say tackling Bo Scarborough than the, the person. Yeah, which one would you rather to. tackle? There's a question for you. <laughs> you got a hockey comp no, I don't know. If you tackle Donald Trump, I think you get Secret Service basically blowing you away. So, uh, I don't oh know. man, I think he was, not, he was a, he attacked someone on WWE once, though. That was just like, that was an act. Yeah, that was, that was just a show. But, uh, I mean, it's just, yeah, I think, uh, um, yeah, I was just saying, what, it's like, hey, do you think, um, how far is the lunacy going to go with Donald Trump, do you reckon? Do you think, uh, do you know Kim Jong-un apparently holds the record for as many hole-in-ones, you know, the North Korean leader? Do you reckon we're now going to get, um, uh, whatchamacallit, we're going to get uh, Donald Trump having, like, you know, insane, you know, sporting accolades out, out of this, now that he's been compared to basically people out of Sports Illustrated? Let's just settle the war with golf. <laughs> 
Mm. That's all that I don't know. Let's settle it with golf, people. Who would you rather fight with? Yeah, exactly. Let's settle it with golf. We'll have some of the best golfers yeah. in the entire world come on by for this huge tournament, and they have to go through all 18 holes while walking all the way towards the next hole. <laughs> no carts, walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> golf walls. Just are... Golf Wars of Revenge of the Seven Nine. Oh man, that's pretty incredible to see these guys head to head, and then Tim. Tebow. Oh, the iconic uh, photo of Tim Tebow running in the rain. And, he, and he's in way better shape than uh, Donald Trump is. You know, she's like, and he's he's a conservative sweetheart, uh, Tim Tebow, isn't he? So it's just you know, it's uh, yeah. So uh, that's the. Uh, very unhealthy state of the presidents of the United States, and I'm sure uh, we're going to probably uh, probably hear more about uh, some other crazy stuff in that. Tell you what, I mean, we actually have got the website up for um, for people to have a look at. So it's like you know, there there's there's T- there's Tim Tebow, obviously in better shape than Donald Trump, and obviously the same size as him. Same goes with Mike Trout. Same goes with uh, Kim Chancellor. Same goes with you know uh, this naked dude. Uh, same goes with Milan Kucic, Anthony Rizzo. The, the list goes on and on. And I reckon there's other people also who are six foot two and uh, you know around about the 239 mark who are in way better shape than Donald Trump and and varying yeah, in different ages much. as well. So it's like you know this this whole yeah this White House is full. This White House is full of shit. It really it really is. It's just it's, it's just a giant. You know the White House is a giant toilet at this point, just full of shit. It really is. Uh, well, it's gonna... such a shame too yeah what are we gonna do mm-hmm. okay yeah uh, next video look. oh this is funny uh this is a uh boxer who is gonna make his professional debut and uh he's gonna try and uh well we're gonna see how this all goes down so uh let's have a look So with his opponent, he looks drunk. They all look kind of drunk, actually. He's just like swerving around his head, and he's kind of look all spaced out. Mm. I don't know. It's just it's. uh, This only tells me this is going to be crazy. Black man's on the charge. You understand? Protect yourself at all times. Shake hands. Come out boxing as well. Let's go. And the tail of the tape shows an advantage for Tony Mosco. He's a very big guy. 6'2", 216, 72-inch reach. Jimmy- well, he's like, you know, you know, a good, nearly a good decade uh, younger than him as well. So, yeah, this could be, uh, he's definitely got some advantage on him. Yeah. Tony Mosco, a very popular local fighter. We saw him make his pro debut here at the Sundome a month ago. It was a successful one. What on earth is he doing? Wow. He's like, he's just basically uh, wafting at the air. I, uh, hmm. you, know, you know how in movies, uh, they're like punching the air and the, and the boxers are still being hit? I guess he's following that mentality that if I punch the air hard enough, then a person can get hit. 
A rock and sock and robot. And down he goes. Yeah. So, too bad he didn't explode like a rock and sock him. Well. Oh Oh, the commentary is just hilarious. Oh my god, they're just, they're just roasting him. <laughs> and you gotta blame him either. Like, how long did he, how long did he last for? I mean, what was it? Uh, I mean, they started at. Uh, uh, they started. At, I'm just yeah, usually, uh, usually boxing matches start at like three minutes, so that's probably like less than ten seconds. Yeah, so they started at fifty, and then it ended at. Uh, like, it pretty much ended at one thirteen. So it probably lasted like about 25 seconds. Wow, 25 seconds and the match is over. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. It's that's... like he got knocked down on the first blow or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like... So, oh. I... <laughs> oh, I want to listen to this again. When was this, Aaron? Uh, it's been recorded on an old TV, so I probably imagine probably maybe nineties, maybe eighties. So like it, it's, it looks if like that's it's... the case. Then we ha- we actually have the real equivalent of Glass Joe from Bunch Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, he's. Uh... So I mean, I'm curious. Did this guy ever go back into boxing ever again? I, I'm curious about this now. Let me go. Let me let me go find it and see if he. So his name was. Uh... He was Jimmy Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Well, the first thing that comes up is Jimmy Smith boxing. Yeah, Jimmy Smith. James Bone Crusher Smith, uh, 1953, was an American boxer, to former professional boxer, who competed in between from 1981 to 1999, and oh, and held the WBA heavyweight title from 1986 to 1987. So yeah, I think uh, he was he was quite good from the looks of it. <laughs> Maybe if he held the WBA <laughs> world heavyweight title. I oh, guess he just had a rough day. Yeah, maybe he probably did. Uh, no, I think... Oh, this is James Smith. I don't know if this is the same guy. Is oh, he the same? okay. Oh, hang on a second. He's, is he the same guy? I don't think he is. I don't know. No. Boxing wreck, Jimmy Smith. Um, Eight knockouts and... Sorry, five, eight KOs, sorry. So, yeah, he's been knocked out eight times, according to this. So, uh... Oh, which, let me just see if the opponent is the same. Um, so his opponent was 86, Mike Costello, Kim Burton, John... No, uh, what should we call it? Uh, what's his name? Um, the other guy. His name isn't on here, I don't think. So well, maybe oh, it's, maybe okay. that's not... Maybe maybe this is a different Jimmy Smith. So how many Jimmy Smiths are they? Um, hmm. Looking for Roscoe. Uh, four knockouts. and No, I don't think that's definitely not him. Tony Moscow. The, uh, the story of the heavyweight bot... Heavyweight who went viral. Um, yeah, because in record on Jimmy Smith, well, sometimes it looks to do everything. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt the worst boxer I've ever seen, Jimmy Smith. 
Uh, maybe that's him, but he's, he's not got like his record. So uh, I don't think he ever did anything after that, from the looks of it. And good, 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 good uh, riddance as maybe. well. It's like uh, you know, it's just uh, yeah. Well, once you've had a debut like that, it's like you're ne- you're never gonna you're never gonna get another fight. So it's just it's uh, that is true, yeah. Yeah, I just so... think, sorry, I just want to. Yes. It's funny every time you listen to it. Like, uh, what is that their job to roast pe- like roast the athletes? Well, is so, it really their job? So on that horrible, yeah, I probably imagine it would be. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, next next video. You do not know the way. You think you know the way, but only me and my brothers know the way. Uh, this is this Ugandan knuckles thing that's taken over VR chat. Uh, oh god. Yeah, let's take a look at this. The way of the Ugandan people. I remember years ago, it was the blue versus the red. The bloods versus the crit. And now we have all joined forces. We've even made some new knuckles. We have trap knuckles. Big knuckles. I don't like this knuckles, but it's a knuckles nonetheless, so we it's part of our people. From our Ugandan culture and our try and our way of communicating. <laughs> Well, I didn't last time I heard. I mean, where are echidnas from again? I I don't remember. I don't think. Oh, oh, fine. But, this is. A... I mean, I mean, you know what? I really am curious about the the Sonic community, in which I understand that there's a lot of people that they make Sonic OCs, and there's a lot of memes about Sonic. But now, I guess they got tired of it, and now they're doing one on Knuckles. It's. Uh, I mean, you know, like I always say, you do you, but. Okay. This is just weird. Uh, the echidna, known as the spiny anteater, uh, belongs to the uh, family of uh, Trachygoscidae, and uh, is a uh, egg-laying a- a mammal. And uh, he was discovered in mostly raised to anteaters in America. And uh, echidnas live in Australia and New Guinea. So yeah, they have nothing to do with Uganda, from the looks of it. So uh, yeah, I'm just even more confused than I was was before, really. We die together, jump together, we do everything together, we spit together, anything for the queen. Now the queen will die, like most things, but until then we're gonna have to find a new queen. And we already found some potential candidates. This version of Knuckles is a girl, and this other version of Knuckles is a girl. And this one, you know, anything basically, basically if Knuckles has tits, it's the queen. But Okay then, so, uh, well, good luck finding, well, you don't have any trouble finding that. I'm sure there's plenty of Sonic OCs out there that have uh, Knuckles with tits on them. Uh, yeah, yeah I, really don't, I don't really get this thing that all like this whole thing at all. I'm just, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, Nobody yeah, does, Josh. <laughs> what, what, what is even? What is, what is this? I don't get it. Yeah, it's just it's a well. Apparently on VR chat, apparently people have been been uh, setting themselves up as like uh, uh, knuckles the kid and they look like this, and they've been going around like uh, you know basically saying, "Oh, do you know the way?" and stuff like that. It's just basically been pissing everyone off on VR chat, basically. So, uh, okay. well, some people have been finding it funny. Okay. Yeah. Just, so uh, the reds and the blues join forces so we can beat the penguins. We will use our Ebola and our Uganda power and kill them. Spit on them like they're little pieces of shit they are. If you mess with us, we will spit on you. We will spit and you will hate it. I tell you that. Long live the brothers. Okay, then. Uh, good for all of you. Okay, that's how... The narrator sounds like Homer Simpson. Yeah. Like an, uh, uh, a really creepy Homer Simpson. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's check the chat out. Uh, so they say, uh, <laughs> gotta say, I've fallen and can't get up was perfect. A stupid uh, life full of commercials. That was great. <laughs> Laughing along with you guys. <laughs> That's, no, you're doing that, Zach. Uh, I hope you can make more sense of the Ugandan knuckle people than we can. So uh, Yeah, exactly. Please let us know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next one. For generations, people have been pushing the limits of what's possible. And now, the age-old pursuit of human skill meets the next generation of technology to produce a whole new breed of athlete. And a sp- Donald Trump, apparently. <laughs> sport we've only ever dreamed of. Whatever this is, it is already pretty epic. Yeah. So, yeah, this is uh, this is apparently is a mech warrior racing. Uh, a mech warrior? Oh, yeah. And so, they're like literally just racing. For... Yeah. So basically, these they build these giant machines just to to uh, to to race each other. So uh, that's pretty awesome, actually. Hmm. Not exactly F Zero, but it's a uh, pretty, pretty awesome looking stuff. So, uh, ask can, I mean, can you make a can you make an F Zero version of a vehicle like that? No, well, maglev technology is getting there, so who knows? We might get to that 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 situation at some point. Yeah. yeah. Look at it walking. It's just it's uh, yeah. it's like a giant mammoth. For a second, I thought that was not even real. Yeah. Hopefully, oh, it's not. Shit's about to go down. <laughs> Get what they're going for, but uh, I don't know. It's just like it needs to be like uh, I don't know. If they, I don't know if they're gonna be like, fighting with them or if they're just gonna be like doing obstacles with them or anything like that. Or if there, there's already a show around. like that. It's called Robot Wars. Yeah, but robots they're only like small. You know, like this is like yeah, big, massive, giant machines. Go, <laughs> I know exactly, but um, I guess racing with these giant mechs is pretty cool. I mean, mechs are becoming a lot more popular with the likes of. Um, Pacific Rim and Voltron. So, 
I guess maybe this is to capitalize on the popularity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on to a uh, another article, and so uh, so this is actually uh, hopefully going to bring uh, our uh, our guest back into it, and uh, that is that uh, the Hey Arnold DVD has been announced. And it was announced a while back ago, actually. We still had a chance to actually properly cover it. And so, uh, according to this, uh, Nickelodeon's fan-favorite animated series, Hey Arnold, uh, which burst back into the screens uh, and into his heart, Space Pass Fall, a long ways Hey Arnold the Jungle Movie, is uh, coming to DVD on the 13th of February 2018. Uh, hey Arnold the Jungle Movie features a storyline which picks up where the original TV series ended in 2004, following the kids uh, to the uh, field trip of a lifetime where Arnold is uh, friends embark on a quest to achieve his dream of finding his missing parents, and uh, we all know how that turned out. And um, so they're basically, you know, uh, announcing announcing this. And interestingly enough, they're saying that the uh, the release date is going to be 13th of February in 2018 for America, and uh, it's going to be in 5.1 surround, which is pretty good, I guess. And uh, also, but the running time at the moment they're saying is 80 minutes. So, uh, or 81 minutes, as Craig is saying at the moment. So, uh, I don't know if they're going to require, I don't know if they're going to like put in any, uh, you know, additional stuff. And uh, I really hope they do for some, you know, uh, a lot of the uh, production stuff and uh, and that, because I think that's going to be really cool to watch. You know, I mean, that's the reason why many people are buying the DVD, because I think not only is it going to be the movie, but I think it's going to be like the, uh, the all the additional features as well. So. Yeah, I'm hoping that they have a lot of additional features because that seems to be what's lacking with a lot of these Nicktoons DVDs nowadays in which they don't really have a lot of behind the scenes features. They don't have commentaries. They don't have like pictures or interviews or anything like that. Um, you know, the, the only ones that I do know of are like, um, I guess maybe the occasional SpongeBob or um, the Invader Zim DVDs have like pretty much all of those commentaries, um, interviews, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, these more recent ones that Shaw Factory has been doing or even Paramount for that matter, they not really. Yeah. So uh, Nickelodeon uh, is uh, its 38th year, uh, is number one in the same kid, kid brand for the kids. And uh, obviously because, you know, everything else, everyone else is doing so poorly by comparison. Uh, has uh, It has a, built a diverse global business uh, by putting kids first in everything it does. Um, the company includes television programming and production in the United States and around the world. And basically it's just yada, 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 you know, basically, you know, uh, promote Nickelodeon to, uh, to the highest degree. But um, yeah, you know, the one thing they should do, I mean, I want to see a Blu-ray release. Of uh, Hey on the Jungle movie, and on top of that, you know, it'd be really cool. Imagine if they do like a special edition where basically the box is actually like a like a proper journal, and so you open up the journal, like the DVDs <laughs> in there and stuff, and uh, you know, you get to read like the like the like the written journal and stuff, and uh, you know, you get like two discs and like one's like uh, the 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 movie, and then the other one's like the special features disc, and like it shows like all the behind the scenes stuff and that. You know, that'd be really cool. You know what I? Th- I'm- I have a feeling on the DVD where it's where it says like uh you know play special features and all that. That's gonna have a I think it's I have a feeling it's gonna be a picture of a map or something like that. Oh, and that's the map inside it as well. Oh, that'd be yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, you know, definitely. Like, yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be great. Cause uh, I was gonna actually I got it downstairs actually, but uh, I've got the because uh, um, I tell you what, um, Patricia, you're right. Uh, you're right making some announcements for. Um, Old school lane podcast for a minute. I'm gonna go down and go go get go get an example of something I'd really love to see. Uh, give me one second. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, for what's coming up for the uh, old schooling casual chats podcast, I, I am editing one right now as we speak. 
uh, it's going to be a pretty long one discussing about um, all the Pokemon movies that ever came out, uh, starting from the uh, Pokemon, the first movie with Mewtwo leading up into the most recent one, Pokemon, I choose you. And um, let's see, I know I'm really late with posting up new episodes of where in between um, because I was actually out this week and I went to go see Chicago, but um, now I'm back and I can be able to catch up with my stuff. And, um, yeah, and also my recent poll that, uh, what would you like to see in my newest video? Was it a top 20 list from pilot to final product uh, or the debut of two new shows? I got a top 20 list, so I'll be working on that and hopefully it'll be out at the end of the month. Okay. So, uh, let me just show everyone an example of what I'd really love to see, like, hey, Arnold, wise, like, as a, as, as a, like, a proper product, you know? So, here's Gears of War 3. And so this, as you can see here, it's a, this is like the uh, the Adam Phoenix medal from from that. And so I don't know why they couldn't do like an equivalent from this because uh, you know like this is like an epic game. Like this is the third in the series. Like the Jungle movie is like you know the uh, the movie everyone wants to see. So you know like uh, something like this. You know you get like a, like a box. You know it would be like a journal, something like that. And you look at all these. Uh, you know they, when they play this up, look at all these features you get. You, know, you get the game right here. You get like uh, you know you get like. Uh, Feature wraps like it wraps up like in the cog flag and stuff. You know, you get uh, other stuff to go for it as well. You get uh, like uh, you know something like that. And like, look at all these uh, look at all these things you get. And uh, you know, there's even a you know, there's even a bit to uh, get the actual you know uh, medal out and stuff. Now, I'm not saying that they should do like you know a medal case for uh, Hey Arnold the Jungle movie, but look how imaginative this all is. And, you know, I don't understand why they can't do that for Hey Arnold the Jungle movie. I'd really love to see that. Yeah, uh, so. I, I it, it's it's funny uh, because it would be so great if we could have something like that, like a special edition of Harold the Jungle movie, shaped like a journal, and maybe it can come with like a little booklet with showcasing artwork of Hey Arnold. Um, maybe it can show off, uh, you know, like um, let's see, like interviews, and um, then inside the DVD, uh, it can be like behind the scenes stuff, commentaries. Um, maybe like pictures of the jungle movie, like in its original draft, maybe, um, you know, from Craig Bartlett's perspective of the history of Harold, the jungle movie leading up from the original all the way up into what we have today. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's Hey Arnold, uh, the jungle movie on DVD, go buy it. Uh, once it comes out, uh, even though, uh, you know, it's, uh, we definitely, definitely say, you know, everyone go out and get this DVD right, you know, uh, right now it's, uh. February 13th, go pre-order it now on Amazon.com and also uh, try, try and buy it in any uh, local DVD stores uh, so you might be able to uh, try and get your hands on it So because we're all definitely going to be doing that once it comes out because we've been waiting for this DVD for uh, for years and now we're finally going to get it so it's uh, and you know, even if it's just going to be basically the movie, you know, it's, it is going to be the thing we've all been looking forward to and so and I hope, you know, after this movie, if they do like do the DVDs, they'll probably like, think about doing a special edition or something like that. I think that'd be really cool to see, and maybe even do like an extended edition, so they like, they include in some of the stuff that uh, you know they had to cut out for time. So that that'd be pretty awesome to do. So uh, yeah, um, let's have a look at what we got next. Um, so it's uh, we've got another two. We've got another two videos left, and uh, then that'll be that'll be the show. Actually, I don't know. It's actually we've gone way over our time, so let's so let's play them quickly and uh, let's see uh, see what we've got. So. Uh, well, it's the real-life risky business. A teenager holds an alcohol-fueled party for hundreds of kids while his unsuspecting parents are on holiday. This, this, this incident in Australia was 10 years ago. 
So oh this, God, this is this, this is the ten, be fun. This is the ten year oh. anniversary of this uh, event that took place that everyone remembers. Sixteen year old Corey Worthington is now facing not only the wrath of mum and dad, but a twenty thousand dollar fine from police. I spoke to him a short time ago. Corey, thanks. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Uh, Take a good look, everybody. This this is something. Uh, this is like one of the, you know. The, the, remember when Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell used to disguise himself uh, to make you know when uh, they were doing like those skits. This looks like this looks like Zach. This like Zach Morris disguising himself. You know when after some something's gone down and he's trying to get himself out of a situation. Oh my god! Looks like god. he's out of bed, but you know. <laughs> uh, it looks like he's out of bed. That's... So, so he's I wearing. He's wearing... Uh, uh, that looks like a My Little Pony friendship is magic hat. From what looks, from a... I'm not saying it is, but it looks like. And it looks like he's wearing a wig with like these really goofy yellow sunglasses. Oh my god! It looks absolutely horrendous. Oh my god! Okay, let's see what he has to say for himself. For joining us, the only question that I can think to ask is, what were you thinking? Um, I was drunk. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still I wasn't thinking at all. And, I, and I'm still hungover as well. It's like, you know, <laughs> I wasn't really. Did your parents? Well, yeah. Well, okay. It wasn't. I'm drunk, but it, you know, it was close. Parents so. say you could have a party. Um, no. So, didn't. why did you? Um, I don't know, it was just a get-together with a couple mates at first, and then we thought we might as well just have a bit of a party, and then it sort of just got out of hand, and... Yeah, it started off with some friends, and then it became a party, <laughs> and then it got out of hand! <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> oh! I just noticed his, his, his nipples pissed as well. It's like, you know, it's like... Something tells oh. me... Again, I know you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but something tells me he has more than just, you know, a, a, a couple of get-togethers with his friends. I don't know. It just sounds he, like... I don't he, know. Yeah, it just sounds he just like... Got, it looks like he just got... You know, I feel like he just got out of bed and thought, I don't have time for this, you know... I don't have time for this interview. I don't have time to shower or whatever. I'm just going to show myself off on television. You know, only a couple of seconds <laughs> in. Would we, would we say this is worse than... Does everyone remember the um, uh, the woman who flashed a crotch on uh, the uh, in Detroit, you know, when she couldn't get a refund for a for mobile phone? I can't remember if everyone's on that show or not. But uh, if you remember I, that... I remember that, yeah. yeah. Do, do you think this is worse? Do you think that this is worse than that? The fact that she gave an interview well, and that he's, he's, he is... Well, he's not showing anything entirely private, so you yeah. Know, okay. I yeah. wouldn't say that's well, worse, but just coming on the, you know, on the news like that is kind of ironic. Would you? I, I just don't wonder if you. He should not have made an appearance on television. This, this, this was very ill-judged. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when there's something on his, uh, yeah, when there's something on his chest, his nipple. Five hundred people okay. turned up. The air wing of the police force. The dog squad. Your neighbor's cars were being destroyed. The terrorist squads turned up. The uh, the army's like you know he's like oh the, the, the <laughs> oh my god this is this is Melbourne in Australia. Well, I'm not saying everyone from Melbourne in Australia is like this, but uh, you know this is uh, this is not good. What have your uh, parents had to say, Corey? 
Um, I haven't really talked to him. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? Are they are they extra three one eighty two music video? <laughs> okay, this is worse than the mobile phone lady. I, I'll just <laughs> I've misplaced my pass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Every time I call, I don't answer. Yeah, they'll probably try to kill me. So, that's a short term strategy. You're going to have to talk to them eventually. What are you going to say? Um, sorry. Uh, pure poetry. Sorry, I was drunk. <laughs> pure poetry. <laughs> are you sorry? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. You don't no. sound very sorry. You're not. But I can't be exactly blowing it happened because it wasn't in the house. It was out in the street and I didn't do it. Like, the police said, you stay inside so you don't get in trouble. So I did what he said, so. Why don't you take this opportunity now to apologise to your parents and to your neighbours who have said today that they were frightened? Well, I've already, I've already offered, like, to say sorry to them and stuff when I see them. So I will say sorry now for everything that happened. Why don't you take your glasses off so we can see you? And then apologise mm. to your neighbours. Because everyone will recognise who he is and everyone will realise he's an utter <laughs> shithead. That's the reason <laughs> he's keeping real, his fucking... That might not be his real hair. No, that isn't his real... Maybe, maybe, maybe he doesn't want to take off his glasses. Maybe because his eyes are red from staying up all night or for being completely buzzed. Mm -hmm. The frightening. <laughs> nah, nah, I'll leave these on. Nah, I like them. <laughs> you like them? Oh... <laughs> 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 uh. uh. <laughs> oh dear, dear God! God dear goodness! Uh, you know what? Should I just uh, what is God? <laughs> you know, like should, should should I just make the this the thumbnail of the show for the YouTube for the YouTube video? I just put this guy up on here and have this have him as the thumbnail. Oh my God! I think oh. uh, good grief! I've lost my place now. This is just uh, so crazy. So, uh, let's see how this house happens. A grown-up decision now, and accept responsibility. Take off those glasses and apologise to everybody that you frightened, to the police who were forced to retreat and whose cars have been damaged, and to the community who have had to pay for this. Oh, my God, they attacked the police? Mm. Oh, my Wait. God. Oh, oh no. That, that that's, like... that's not a party. That's a civil war. It's like, you know, what the... What <laughs> the... What <laughs> the, what uh, the must been... They must have been so drunk they didn't even recognize who they are. That's right. They might have attacked themselves. <laughs> oh my god. Take your take off your glasses and apologize to us. I'll say sorry, but I'm not taking off my glasses. Why not? Cause they're famous. They're famous. They're okay. They're famous. Well, yeah, yeah. So I, all this was I, for a publicity stunt. Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> ten years down the line now, I think they're probably famous. Maybe that goofy hair and that stupid hat probably is as well. But uh, uh. oh my god, this is just it's. Uh... Because your glasses are famous. Yeah. Why are your glasses famous? I know everyone likes them, so I know I'm not taking them off. You're pretty happy with the way you look and the attitude you've got, are you? Yeah, my parents aren't, but I am. Okay. Oh my god. But you're not sorry. You're just like, you're just sorry you got caught. Send, <laughs> send this guy to military school. 
or send se- send this oh. guy to some place. Uh, se- send him to a send him to a um, uh, send him to, send him to a, an Amish community, and just you know just uh, oh my, just stop him from doing the stupid shit. I really hope ten years down the line he realizes how fucking stupid he's been. Yeah, I wonder if there was an update for this because I'd be really fascinated. It's like you know how in news reports they always talk about like updates for what's going on. Yeah. I would love to see what this guy is up to. I hope that he's not doing the same stupid crap again because if he was, it would be really sad. Yeah, it will be actually. He's like, he's like he's this, a, guy, this guy, ended, and that was this guy ended up in prison probably. That was probably, ten years you know, ago. Was sad. Yeah, ten years ago. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I hope he's. Uh, I mean, we don't even know who he is. I mean, he's. he's uh, I mean, we know his name is Corey, but so uh, we don't know what he looks like. He could, he could be anywhere by now I mean, in ten years. I mean, it looks you know. I mean, it looks more recent than ten years ago. That's like that was yeah. Almost Corey, we've got there. to wrap this up. But what would you say to other kids who were thinking of partying when their parents are out of town? Get me to do it for you. Fuck this guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so don't. Don't allow him into your home. Yeah, don't, this oh even if you are throwing a party, don't allow him to do. Well, seriously, fuck that guy. <laughs> okay, that's the end of the show, and so well, that's um, uh... that was fun, and so uh, um, so uh, is our uh, is our guest still on the show? Just to, uh, is she still here? I don't know if she is or not. Uh, Moira, are you still here? Oh, I think she's uh. I just can't hear. Her. Oh, she's. I think she's lost her. Um, lost the microphone. So uh, yeah, we can't. We can't hear her at the moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, Moira, if you can't hear us, you know, uh, thanks very much for being on the show, and we do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, hopefully, all. I'll tell you what. Actually, I'll get you up on the screen. So yeah, you're up on the you're up on the screen now. So uh, thanks very much for being on the show. Take a wave. Give us a wave. <laughs> See you later. Patricia, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And Josh, thanks very much for being on the show. <laughs> thank you for having me. And for all of us here, until next week, take care and bye for now. Bye-bye.